welcome to the first episode of Virtual Trotters. That's right, Virtual Trotters. It's me, Jim Bailey, from your Talking Trotters podcast. Basically, I've started a football manager save as the Super Whites. And why not? It's a very interesting challenge this time around on Football Manager. I'm going to be using FM 2020. Um, I've been a fan of the Football Manager series for many years and... Uh, any regular listeners to Talking Trotters will know because I rabbit on about it all the bloody time. So here we go. I've mentioned it enough times. I was, it was something I wanted to do. So finally, here we are. While we're in this lockdown state, I thought it was the perfect time to actually go ahead, do the save and launch this little podcast. So I started up. Um, I started off as a manager called Tal Trotts. Um, I don't know. TT, Talking Trotters, Trotts, I don't know, whatever. I needed a name. Thought I'd just come up with something a bit silly, and that's what we've—that's uh, what I've gone with. So Tal Trotz is the man uh, to lead Bolton forward into the future. Uh, sorry, Keyfield, you never got the chance to show your worth. Now, one difference from real life um, and the football manager world is that I've started off with the current squad at the start of the season. So I've not had that six games. I did put a thing out on the Facebook, and a couple of people commented and just said balls to it. Just crack on from the start and see how things go. So that's what I decided to do. Um, also one of the other options was buying the editor to, to spend all my players so I had to play the youth um, and I couldn't be bothered spending the money so here we go um, so the first six games uh, five or six games where we played the youth team, I don't have to do that I've got a, a full squad but on the downside um, no Verlinden, no Bridcut for the first half of the season either so I've, I've sacrificed maybe a little bit of quality but what I must say is the youth have been very good uh, whoever's been the, the researcher for Bolt Wanderers has uh, shone kindly uh, upon our youth setup and our youth players because uh, I've, I've got a couple of choice picks, but I'll get on to the players later. So, yeah, that's why I'm doing it because uh, I love a bit of football manager and because I love a bit of Bolt Wanderers. So, there you go. Usually, you know, actually, I, I hate being Bolton on football manager because I get too tied to the real players we've got and I don't want to let them go or I play them for too long. This time, it was such a good challenge and, and I'm going to hopefully... Um, be able to get better players quickly. We'll see how the finance goes. They don't look good, but that's as you'd expect. Um, one of the differences I can have as many players as I want. I don't have that embargo of having only so many players, but at the same time, I have no money to bring anybody else in. The only players that have really come in have been from my youth setups, bringing players in uh, for legitimately free. I did try and sign Ryan Taylor in the preseason just as a bit of cover um, at right back, but. It didn't come off because I couldn't pay his agent five grand. So, um, yeah, that slipped through, the, slipped through the net. I had a few players on trial, um, but most of them were poo, to put it bluntly. Um, so the expectations of the club, um, the of the board and, and such what, it, well, it's different this time around. It might have been similar on 2019. I didn't play that. I went from 18 to 20. Um, so if I just go to my boardroom, well, it's club vision now. Go to club vision. Um, I've got to work within the wage budget, which I am doing at the moment because I've not been able to bring any bugger in anyway. Um, I've got to fit, bravely fight against relegation, uh, reach the third round of the FA Cup, which might be a, a struggle, and reach the second round of the Carabao Cup, which I did, and then I got knocked out very disappointingly. But I'll come on to that later. That's what I've got to do for this season. Um, they're not bothered about the leasing.com trophy, and rightly so, because it's a right load of bullshit, as we know. I don't think it should be too difficult because we're really bloody good. For this division on this game, um, you know, the players we've brought in on loan, the game rates very highly. It's been good. Um, Anthony Georgiou's been a, a bit of a sensation. Um, so in the pre-season, I did, I did all right. 
Um, I wasn't really that bothered about the preseason. I played a couple of the friendlies just to kind of get used to my squad and, and the game. But then I, I gave them to the assistant and was just like, yeah, crack on with them. Um, Flitcroft is still my assistant. He's still knocking about. So he managed those games and he cracked on um, with my preseason. Now, if I put my preseason games back in, because I've, I've filtered them out because what's point, non-competitive. Uh, I started off against... Bolton's under-23s is a bit of an assess your squad kind of a deal. So I cracked on with that. Bolton won 2-0 against under, the under-23s, um, as you'd hope. Uh, then we played Strasbourg in a friendly away. We lost 2-0. Uh, no, no, that was at home, actually. Um, we lost 2-0. Uh, then I played Rems and lost 2-0. Uh, then I played Hoffenheim and lost 3-0 in the friendly cup semi-final. I then lost to St Etienne in the friendly cup third place playoff. But the teams you'd expect me to be losing to, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, battered Peck Zwoll. Uh, 4-1, uh, drew 2-2 with Granada, and that, that was the friendlies, and then we were ready for the, the season. I wasn't asked about the results, it was more about just getting them fit. Uh, Training-wise, I left that to the assistant, because it's all changed this year, the training. I was quite in with the training back on uh, 2018 and 2016, and the games I played before, but I, I've, I've just kind of left it to the assistant. I've done my own individual, uh, which I might I might do later on, talk about that, but it might be a bit dull, to be honest, if you're going through the individual training. But I've, I've done that myself, but I've not done the, the squad training. But it seems to have worked all right. They got the fitness they needed um, as we moved into the, the proper season. Tactically, I started off this season with um, playing a 4-1-3-2. At first, I was going to play a 4-3-1-2, um, but the, the players I had were much more suited, it seemed, to playing higher up. So within that first game... Um, against Wickham, I changed it and I played pretty much like that for a, a big chunk of the season. Um, there was a bit of a spell where results started to dip and so for the last game against Sunderland, um, I changed the formation to a 4-2-3-1, a standard 4-2-3-1. It's quite an attacking formation but then my two main tactics that I planned on playing um, are quite attacking. I was planning on this 4-2-3-1 away from home and playing the... Four one three two at home. My other tactic, I do have like a really defensive tactic, which is like a, a five four one. Um, that's kind of just to switch to at the end of a game if I'm really trying to batten down the hatches, or if I'm going into a game against someone mint, who I'm just like these are going to turn me apart. I'm going to have to sit back and counter. So that's like my defensive um, tactic. Uh, that defensive tactic, seen as that's the one I'm just babbling on about now. Um, the tactics now. They've done like the FA actually coaches your coaches coaches to teach tactics, um, which is in possession, in transition, and out of possession. So, for my defensive formation, this five uh, five four one. Um, my in possession is I've told them basically to pass more direct, play for free kicks, be more disciplined so they won't roam out of defensive positions and all that. Play a lower tempo. Let's not take any. Let you know. Let's not panic in possession. Let's just chill out. Um, we'll be quite narrow to stop them breaking through. And we're going to time waste a load of time because this is what I'm thinking for the end of games if I'm winning by one or something like that. Um, when we've either just well, you know, in transition between between um, being in possession and out of possession, we want to try and slow that pace down, regroup the defence, and when we get the ball, we, we counter quickly. And then when we're out of possession, I want to defend narrower with a lower defensive line, lower line of engagement, be less urgent, let's not lose our heads, uh, but let's mark nice and tight, and that hopefully should, uh, should see me out. Um, I've not to use it much, to be fair, 
Um, but the odd occasion he has, it's it's seen quite solid. Um, but the way one I've used this season again in possession, that's this is the the two the, the sorry the four one three two. Uh, in possession, I'm using short passing. I'm being positive this time rather than using a defensive or a counter mentality. In transition, distribute from the keeper to the fullbacks. Let's get it out quickly. Let's counter when we've get the first get the ball back, and let's counter press. As soon as we lose the ball, let's press quick. Let's get that press on. Um, a little bit Liverpooly, I suppose, in a way. Um, we're not in possession. We're defending narrower. We're being more urgent, and we're using that tighter marking still. I like a tight marking when we're trying to defend. It makes sense to me. Um, so quite a, an attacking, free-flowing, nice football game there. And the other one, the one that I changed it to for the Sunderland game, was the 4-2-3-1. Um, that's very similar in, in style of play. Shorter passing. Let's play it out of defence. We've run at the defence with this one as well. I like to switch that on and off during games. Keeps the other defence on the toes. And if I start with it off, they're not expecting it. Turn it on later on. Get the pace running at them. It can it can work. It has worked in certain games this season. Um, work the ball into the box to make those chances. Uh, short kicks for the keeper in transition. Uh, distribute to the centre-backs and let's get it out. Um, and we'll counter-press again there. High defensive line this time with a high line of engagement. We're trying to play it in their half. Trying to control that game. Um, more urgent when we're not in possession. We want it back. Uh, we're going to try and prevent short goalkeeper distribution in that one. That might have been just something I did for the last game against Sunderland. Um, <coughs> so yeah, that's how we line up. But uh, players-wise, well, in fact, I'll go through the games first, actually. I'll go through the, the results that we've had so far. If I, uh, just find me fixtures. So yeah, I started off against Wickham. Um, it was a very dull nil-nil draw. Uh, that was the one where I played the my wide midfielders as wide, as wide midfielders rather than as attacking wide midfielders um, for most of the game. Nothing really happened. I, said, I felt like I could have done more, so that's why I decided to make that formation a little bit more attacking. Uh, for the next time out, we were at home to Coventry. Um, won that one 1-0, got the first three points of the season. Uh, basically, the, the kind of the idea for this was um, Operation Zero. Let's try and get to zero points as, as quickly as possible. Um, and it was a good start. What um, You know, from that first two games, I've had four points. Very pleased with that one. Um, Shrewsbury was next. All the goal scorers as well. Um, in fact, I've got a lot of lineups, I suppose, as well. Wickham, uh, Matty Alexander, because Remy Matthews picked up an injury. In fact, he's, he's not played this season yet. Uh, Matt, Matthew Alexander, he got a 6-8. Uh, Josh Emmanuel, 6-8. Ori Brockbank, 6-7. Keen Bryan, 6-9. Brandon Fleming, 6-7. Uh, Joe Dodu, 6-9. Ethan Hamilton, 6-8. Everyone played well in that first game. We're lucky not to uh, come away with more than the point, really. Ali Crawford got a 6-8. George Yu got a 6-8. Eddie Brown got a 6.7. Daryl Murphy got a 6-5. Maybe the only one that's slightly disappointing. Uh, Jordan Boone got a 6-8. And Demirillo Sterling got a 6-6. Um, so that was the, the player ratings, basically, the players that played. Uh, the first game we won, Alexander got a 6-7. Emmanuel, 6-9. Brockbank, 6-8. Keen Brown, 6-7. Brandon Fleming, 7-2. Uh, Joe Dodu a 6.7, Ethan Hamilton got a 6.7, Crawford a 6.7, Georgiou got a, an 8.3, he got the only goal of the game in the 28th minute. Um, what I'll do as well on the YouTube is I'll export all these and I'll uh, stick all the highlights up on, on the YouTube, uh, either as a mass video or just as an individual, whichever is easiest, basically. Um, lockdown, not much to do, but I'll uh, still take the easy route. 
Um, Eddie Brown got a 6-5 and Demirillo Sterling, uh, Brown Sterling got a 6-4 in that one. Uh, but we won the game. Very pleased. Next up was Shrewsbury. This was in the Carabao Cup. Uh, I drew 2-2. Um, players that played. I'm not going to do all ratings. I'll just pick out if someone's been really bad or really rubbish. Um, Alexander, Emmanuel, Zuma, Hobbs, Boone, Politic, Hamilton, Darcy, Fowl, started him in that one. Uh, Murphy, Brown, and uh, Law and Crawford did come on later on, but they didn't play long enough to get a rating. 2-2, uh, that one goals from Murphy and Eddie Brown. Now, it went to penalties. Of course, no extra time. And um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 penalties. It took 11 penalties before we uh, won. Finally, with Jordan Boone getting the winning penalty. Uh, Ali Crawford missed for us. So did uh, Mamadou Fall. Uh, Callum Lang missed for them. Uh, Sam Hart missed for them. And Craig Morgan missed for them before Jordan Boone stepped up and won the game. In fact, they, it might have been the save that won the game. I can't remember which order we took him in, but we won the game. That was all that was important. Back to league uh, concerns. Beat Tramia four goals to two away at Prenton Park. Lovely to beat Tramia. Always good fun. Uh, yeah, everyone, anyone who knows, anyone who listens to Talking Trotters knows I hate, knows I hate a bit of Tramia. Um, my Alexander, Josh Emanuel, Harry Brockbank, Keen Bryan, Brandon Fleming, Dennis Politic, Jason Law, Ali Crawford, uh, Anthony Georgiou, Daryl Murphy, Eddie Brown, Yuan Zuma, Mohamed Fall were the guys involved in that one. Uh, key ratings there. Um, well, Ali Crawford and Anthony Georgiou both coming up with a nines, uh, which is a very tasty rating. Uh, Eddie Brown with a 7.4. Uh, Keen Bryan an 8.1. Um, a few, good few sevens listed in there as well. I think the lowest one was 6.6, uh, I think. Yeah, 6.6, six, which was uh, Yuan Zuma, which is, I'm absolutely banging with that. Uh, goals from, in that one, Harry Brockbank scored an own goal, in fact. Uh for Tramia, uh, but it's Ali Crawford for Wanderers in the 15th minute, Anthony Georgiou in the 22nd made it 2-0, Harry Brockbank in the 31st made it 3-0 uh, before Harry Brockbank scored for Tramia, pulling one back uh, for 3-1 one, uh, uh, sorry, uh, then Wanderers restored the three-goal cushion with Eddie Brown in the 52nd minute before James Vaughan's 91st minute goal uh, pulled one back but that was all a consolation next game in the league, we lost uh, first loss of the season, 3-2 uh, to Doncaster um, away. Uh, no, sorry, that one, uh, Doncaster at home, sorry. Uh, Matty Alexander, Josh Emanuel, Harry Brockbank, Keen Bryan, Brandon Fleming, Dennis Politic, uh, Jason Lowally Crawford, Anthony Georgiou, Daryl Murphy, uh, Demarillo Brown, Sterling, Ewan Zuma, Jordan Boone and Mohamedou Fall involved in that one. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a decent game, actually. Uh, lost 3-2. It was an enjoyable game, even though we didn't uh, get the result. Uh, ben Sheaf put Doncaster up after 12 minutes. We uh, were then 2-0 down in the 17th with Neil uh, with Niall Ennis. Uh, Demirillo Brown-Sterling pulled one back in the 24th minute, but John Taylor put them 3-1 uh, ahead in the 54th minute. Daryl Murphy's 85th minute goal made it an interesting last few minutes, but sadly, 3-2 uh, was how it finished in that one. Um... Goals, well, yeah, my goals from Daryl Murphy and Demarillo Sterling Brown. Um, standout range, Ellie Crawford still got a seven. Uh, Daryl Murphy got a seven six, and uh, St Brown Sterling got a seven point two. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, sadly I lost a bit of run bad form here actually because I lost two uh, games in the space of three. I drew two two of Ipswich next. Uh, in my, uh, Alexander, Emmanuel, Brockbank, Brian, Fleming, Politic, Law, Crawford, Georgiou, Murphy, and Fowl playing in that one. Fowl got a seven, got a goal. Uh, Dennis Politic, uh, seven two. He also scored in that one. Uh, Politic opened the scoring. Mamadou Fowl in the twenty seventh minute. Um, it was two. Uh, it was one nil to me. One one. 2-1 uh, to them and then 2-2. Two, two. Uh, they scored in the 21st and 26th minute, mine in the 12th and 27th. So all the goals clustered early doors in that one. But all the games, even though we've not been getting the results, we've been playing quite well. I've been quite pleased with the, the way that the team have played and we've been positive um, and we've pushed forward well. It's been quite fun to play such a, 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 an attacking type of football with the with the team and them doing really well. Because on the last, when I had a bash on the last Football manager, it was awful because the it was just well, dog shit, wasn't it? Well, we all know what we were like last year. Uh, we don't want to talk about it. Uh, next up was uh, Tramia again, this time in the Caribou Cup, and I lost this one one nil, which was bollocks. Uh, James Vaughan scored in the ninetieth minute after I'd absolutely battered him for the entire game and just couldn't put the bloody ball in the net. Uh, Matty Alexander, Josh Emmanuel, Harry Brockbank, Keen Bryan. Brandon Fleming, Dennis Politic, Jason Law, Ali Crawford, Anthony Georgiou, Chris O'Grady, Joe Dodu, Joe Bunny, Eddie Brown and Mohamedou Fowl playing in that one. Eddie Brown only came on for a bit. He didn't play enough to uh, get an actual match rating. Jason Law got a seven in that one. That was probably the, uh, that was the best rating. Um was really annoying because I, I did batter him. I was well better and I just couldn't score. Quite a strong team put out there as well for the for the Caribou Cup because uh, I fancy a bit of a run in it and because... I've not got all that much strength in depth, as I'm sure you'll understand, being Wanderers fans. Um, so, yeah. I look up there, but cracked on. Gillingham in the league next. Gillingham away. And um, won that one 3-2. Uh, Emmanuel, uh, uh, Matt Alexander, Josh Emmanuel, Harry Brockbank, Keen Bryan, Brandon Fleming, Dennis Politic, Ethan Hamilton, Ali Crawford, Anthony Georgiou, Daryl Murphy, Eddie Brown, Ronan Darcy. Uh, Demirlo Brown Sterling and Mamadou Fowl involved in that one. Um, 3 2 was the score. We took the lead in the 11th minute, but Josh Clark equalised for Gillingham in the 28th minute. Uh, Daryl Murphy made it 2 1 to the Wanderers in the 51st minute uh, before Thomas O'Connor equalised for Gillingham. Uh, Demirlo Brown Sterling popped up in the second minute of added time to give Bolton the win in that one. Um, I did a little dance, if I'm honest because I got quite into that game. So, yeah, I was having a little boogie while I was playing that one. I think I was on FaceTime to uh, my girlfriend, Jamie, as well, and she was having a right laugh at me doing a boogie, but there you go. Um, then it was the Leasing.com Trophy North. Um, a crap competition, which I didn't really care about. Uh, but, again, still had to play some first-teamers because I didn't have enough players to really... Not do. Um, Matt Alexander, Liam Hegarty, Harry Brockbank, Keen Bryan, Brandon Fleming, Callan King's Harms. He got his first of the old uh, the King's Arms, got his first appearance of the save. Ethan Hamilton, Ali Crawford, uh, Anthony Georgiou, Daryl Murphy, Joe Dodu, Yohan Zuma, Josh Emmanuel, and Mohamedou Fowl. This was against Lincoln, and I won three goals to nil um, away. Choice uh, selections from the player range Joe Dodu got an eight, Ali Crawford got an 8.7. And Keen Brown got an 8.6. All those uh, were my three goal scorers. Joe Dodo in the 13th, Keen Brown in the 22nd, and Ali Crawford in the 53rd minute. Rotherham away was next. Uh, um, Alexander Emmanuel, Brockbank, Brian, Fleming, Politic, Hamilton, Crawford, 
Georgiou, Murphy, Dodu, um, Roland Darcy, Dimarillo, Brian Sterling, Mohamedou Fall. Uh, in that one, the final three not on long enough to get a rating. I lost this one 2-1. Um, Michael Smith with a penalty for rather in the third minute, put them ahead. I equalised in the sixth year through Ali Crawford, but Daniel Barlass's 85th minute goal was uh, sadly decisive. Uh, those three attacking, the, the three format, the three subs at the end were mostly attacking thoughts to just try and sneak an equaliser. I'd gone all out attack. Um, Oxford away, uh, Oxford at home was next. I lost that one 3 1. Uh, Matt Alexander, Josh Emmanuel, uh, Ariston Nasala playing his first game after coming back from injury. Uh, Keen Bryan, Jordan Boone, Will Buckley, Ethan Hamilton, Ali Crawford, Dennis Politic, Demillo Brown, Sterling, Eddie Brown, Harry Brockbank, Daryl Murphy, and Mohamedou Fall. Uh, no massively great ratings in that one when we were lost three one. Uh, Will Buckley got a six two. That was a bit of a stinker from him. Um, Jordan Boone six five, not so great. Eddie Brown, Demillo Brown, Sterling all six fives. Dennis Politic six five. Um, so pretty crap. The, the highest rating was 6-9 there in Brockbank, um, which says it all when a defender's getting a 6-9 and you've lost 3-1. Uh, Sunderland um, at home. Sunderland, who before that game came into it... Oh, well, they're, they're chasing the playoffs at the moment. Uh, obviously, I'm right down in the in the doldrums. Um, but this was the game where I had the chance to... Basically, a point in this game would take me to that magical zero points marker. The entire point of... My first mission as such on the game. Um, went into it looking, well, looking good, I felt, as a team. But we had lost our previous two games. Um, we'd only won one league game in the past four. Because, um, of course, the other win coming in the Leasing.com trophy. But, and I was a bit worried, actually, about Sunderland. Because Sunderland, isn't it? Loads of money, decent squad. I reckon they're going to do well on this season's save. So, I went to the more solid formation. I went to my 4-5-1, well, my 4-2-3-1. None of my players were happy about that when I did my pre-match briefing. They were like, eh, it's too attacking. And I was like, shut up, we'll be right. Cracked on, told them not to be attacking, told them to play balanced. And we went really well. And we won 2-0. Not only did we reach the uh, magical zero points marker, we went into positive points. We're now on two points. Um, and we're still on the we're still on it's still in September and we're on positive points so that's banging. Granted, I have had that chunk of games at the beginning where I've not had to just play youth members, but still positive for the save, looking good. So yeah, beat Sunderland two 0 uh, Matt Alexander, Josh Emmanuel, Aristotle Nasala, Keen Bryan, Jordan Boone, Ethan Hamilton, Ali Crawford. Uh, Jason Law, Dennis Politic, Eddie Brown and Mohamedou Fall, uh, Harry Brockbank, Dimarillo Sterling, uh, Dimarillo Brown Sterling, I keep getting that wrong, and Ronan Darcy, the last three didn't play long enough to get a rating, but uh, Eddie Brown got an 8.3, uh, Ethan Hamilton also getting an 8.3, they were the two goal scorers, no shockers there, and uh, Nisala got a 7.4, um, looking a bit better now, he's got a bit of match fitness under his belt after playing in that Oxford game, uh, Josh Emmanuel 7.2, Keane Bryan 7.1, Good all-round ratings. Uh, lowest was Mohamedou Fowl with a 6-6, and that's still a, a, a decent rating. Um, and yeah, we won 2-0. Uh, uh, Hamilton scored in the first minute, Eddie Brown in the ninth, and just controlled it really quite comfortably from there on out. Um, didn't think much of something when we actually played them. That's where I'm up to so far in the season. I am still bottom of the table, of course, having been deducted that uh, 12 points, but we're on two points. 
uh, Shrewsbury um, are the team I'm targeting next. They're 20th. They're just outside the relegations on seven points. Uh, above me, Southend at 22nd. They're on three points. Tramia on five in 21st. I'm pretty confident I can catch them quite soon. Uh, Shrewsbury, uh, my next target in 20th. That's what I'm looking to do next, get out of that relegation zone. Um, when will I do another kind of recap? I'm not sure. Um, maybe I'll get it. To, we're in September now. So, yeah, maybe I'll play a couple of months, then give you another update, see how it's, uh, it's all going on. See how fast I get through it, basically. If I've not got so far, I'll just do an update on whatever I've done. But I'm imagining, obviously, on lockdown, I can play a lot of Football Manager year. So there we go. Um, so, yeah, at the top of the table, Rotherham are top on 20 points, Portsmouth second on 19, Peterborough third on 18. Um, quite close, though, you've got... Oxford, Lincoln, Bristol, Doncaster, Fleetwood, Sunderland, Rochdale. Uh, that's down to 10th. Um, and there's only six points separating top and 10th. But then, to be fair, there's only been nine or 10 games played for most teams. A couple on eight. Um, I've played nine. So I've got, a South end, I've got a game in hand over Southend. So I could go above them um, if I win that game in hand. So interesting times. Uh, Players-wise, who's been standout? Uh, let's have a look. Right, Ali Crawford's been my best player. Average rating of 7.36, th four goals, three assists in 11 starts and one sub-appearance. Banging. Uh, Georgiou, fantastic. Um, again, 7.28 as an average rating, nine appearances, three goals, two assists. Daryl Murphy, uh, eight, uh, eight appearances, one sub, so nine in total. Um, three goals, two assists, 7.21 average rating. Keen Brian, seven. 0.21 average rate and 7.09 for Ethan Hamilton. He's been brilliant. One goal, one assist for him. Uh, Keen Brown with a goal and an assist as well. Uh, Nisala has only played two games for his seven average rating, but uh, one assist in those two games. Um, players that have surprised me. Uh, Farrell's been decent. He's got a 6.83 rating. I've been playing him as a left Attacking midfielder as an inside forward, which has been interesting. He's been quite good from there. Two goals for him and an assist uh, in his three starts and eight sub-appearances. Um, Jordan Boone, of course, has recently departed real-life Wanderers. Um, he's only played five games in total, three starts, two subs, but 6.72. He's not really put a foot wrong, and he's been banging in training. His training performances have been, have been absolutely stunning. Um, so he's someone that... I'm looking at his stats... His stats are brilliant. He's only 18. He's got first touch of 12 already, heading 13, marking, passing, tackling, all 11, technique of 12. As a fullback, these are really tasty stats. Acceleration, 11. All right, yeah, that could be better, but he's only 18. Pace, 10. I've got him working on his pace right now. His composure, his concentration, his decisions, all 12s and 11s. His determination, this is massive for me in Football Manager. I always love a bit of determination. 17 for determination. His off the ball's good, so his defensive position is good. His positioning's good, so his attacking position is good. So his, his all-round positioning is banging. Uh, teamwork 12, so we work hard for the team because um, his work rate is also 11. Vision 11. For a young player, those mentals... A belting at this level, I'm going to do well to keep hold of him, to be honest with you, um, especially if I keep playing him, but there could be a tasty bit of profit in developing him and selling him on. So there you go. Uh, maybe in the next episode I'll feature more on the, the younger lads who obviously this season in real life got a chance to shine, whereas in my save, not as many of them really have. Uh, Brown Sterling's played um, 
three, made three starts and made four sub appearances for a six point eight. He's bagged two goals. Lovely stuff. Really happy with that. Um, but the real shining light, to be honest with you, as far as the uh, as far as the younger players go, is my eighteen year old striker Eddie Brown, who has been quite the sensation. He's scored two, um, no assists, but a six nine nine rating. He plays as a pressing forward usually. Um, He's made seven appearances in one of a sub, and he's been great. Like, he's been really good. And over the last five games, his form's been in a 7.34. So really happy with him. Um, that's pretty much where I'm up to at the moment. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. Let us know. Um, as always, subscribe to all the social medias, um, Talking Trotstagram, and just search Talking Trotters on your Twitter and your Facebook. You'll find us, you'll get us. We're on uh, Instagram, is the Talking Trotstagram one. The worst run-through, the boys will be having a right giggle, but I'll leave that in because I can't be bothered doing it again. Hopefully you've enjoyed. Let us know. Leave some comments and all that jazz. All that jazz. And I've, as per usual, give us a five-star rating, because Talking Trotters is mint. <laughs>